Hey guys, just before going to the actual episode, a quick announcement. So this episode is part of a small series that me and Mr. Jack decided to do about Airbnb, which is the most widely used platform by digital nomads to book their accommodation. I hope you find this series useful. Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here we provide life-optimizing tips and systems for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined once again by the co-host, Jack. The topic we're going to talk about today is when to book your Airbnb, or more generally, your accommodation. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Mr. Jack are going to talk about how this topic relates to our broader digital nomad life system. After that, we're going to make some general considerations regarding the topic. Then, we're going to talk about the two most common approaches used by digital nomads for when to book accommodation. And finally, we're going to talk about in which situations each of those approaches are appropriate. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hey, hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. So the topic of today is when is the best time to book Airbnb or more generally the accommodation? Yeah, that's right. And I think as usual, it is almost like our custom now. We should talk about the topic and how it relates to our digital nomad life system. Mm -hmm. And for people who don't know what is our system, it is a six-step system that aims to help people go from a non-nomadic lifestyle to live a optimized digital nomad life. And I think the topic of today lies in the third step of the system, which is called base research and arrangements. That's correct. So, yeah, as you said, the topic fits the third step. And I'm going to provide a very quick overview of the, the third step of our system. So once the nomad has selected the key variables related to his new base, that's he should have done on step number two on what we call base pre-planning. And the key variables here is where is he going with who, when is he going, things like that. Then he needs to go to the next step of the system, the base research and arrangements. And in this step, the digital nomad needs to do some in-depth research regarding his new destination. And one of the things he should research and think about is when is the best time for him to book his Airbnb. If you're not familiar with our digital nomad life system, I strongly encourage you to go to the second episode of this podcast and have a listen, because there we provide a general overview. We explain in great details of what the system is in the yeah. second episode. Yeah. So I think before we go into the main topic of today, mm -hmm. we should consider some important points. Like the first one is why we choose Airbnb X an example. Yeah. It is because we think digital nomads use Airbnb the most when booking an accommodation. But mm -hmm. the advice here pretty much apply to any type of accommodation you want. Yeah, yeah. So Airbnb is the one we're going to be using. And of course, throughout the episode, we're going to talk about certain things that are specific to Airbnb. But as you just said, 
overall, the advice would apply to other types of accommodation as well, such as uh, other websites that are somewhat similar to Airbnb, uh, or even when you're booking a hotel or hostel. So another point I would like to make has to do with the fact that the advice today is most relevant when you're considering long stays. If you are going to a place and you intend to stay very short, let's say just a couple of days or a weekend, I would simply say don't worry about when is the best time to book. Just research the best you can and book in advance. And the reason for that is because since you stay in just a couple of days, in the worst case scenario, let's say the place is not really great, it won't be such a big deal. You're simply gonna, you know, stay in a place that is not amazing, but it's just for a few days. So not such a big harm. Another point that I would like to talk about has to do with the fact that when we mention the best time to book an Airbnb, we are not exclusively talking about the cheapest time to book. So the price is one of the things we are considering here, but we go beyond that. So there are other factors that we are also considering. And among these factors, I think the main one is the number of available options you have. I see. So let's go into the main topic of today. When is the best time to book the Airbnb? So here we have two common approaches. And the first one is what we call the book in advance approach. Yeah, that's right. So the book in advance approach can be very simply summarized when a digital nomad going to research in advance and he's going to book the entirety of his stay in advance. Of course, this approach has a couple of uh, positive sides. So the first one has to do with the fact that if you're booking in advance, it's very likely that you will encounter a lot of options for you to book. And by following this rationale, the further in advance you book, the more options and the better options you're going to have available to you. Thinking exclusively in terms of Airbnb, there is another possible benefit. That is, you might get an early bird discount. Are you familiar with those types of discounts, Mr. Jack? You mean those one you can, if you book in uh, a couple cert of months certain, before? Yeah, yeah, month beforehand, you can get like a certain amount of usually around 30%. Yeah. Yeah. So it's up to the host how how much discount they want to give. But yeah, it's basically some hosts offer this option where if you book, let's say, two or three months before the actual check-in, you're going to get an extra discount. And this is going to be on top of, let's say, your long-term stay discount that you probably are get already going to have. Yeah. So that's great. Another good benefit. But of course, this approach has some downsides. The main downside is the fact that if you book the entirety of your stay in advance and for whatever reason you don't like the place, maybe the neighborhood is not that good, maybe it's a very noisy place, let's say there is a construction site next to it, or maybe the host is too strict, doesn't really matter why. If the place is bad, most likely you're going to need to stick with it no matter what. So the second approach we got here is what we call the book it there approach. Yeah. So the book it there approach is basically when the digital nomad going to book a, an Airbnb just for a few days in the new city he's going to. And once he gets there, he's going to check it out the place, see if he likes it, and then decide if he's going to book the entirety of the trip 
to stay there or if you're going to book another place. In other words, if you're going to change place. As you guys can probably imagine, this approach has also some benefits. The main benefit being that you're going to be able to arrive in the city, assess the place prior to totally committing to it. Um, if the place or anything related to the place, such as the location or the host, uh, whatever, is bad, you're going to be able to change without a great financial loss. Because as I said in the initial description, you just booked for a few days. Also, there are some downsides to this approach. And the main downside being that if you only booked for a few days, but you like the place very much and you'd like to stay the entirety of the trip there, there is a possibility that someone else might have already booked for the remaining days. Therefore, even if you do not desire to do so, you're going to be forced to change place. And that change is going to be done on the last minute since you're already on the city. And you probably won't have that many good Airbnb options available to you. I see. So, Mr. B, since we talk about the two most common approach here, which one do you think is the best? Or are there any factors to consider when choosing this, the best approach? Yeah, Jack. So I wish there was a simple answer uh, and I could simply tell you, oh, this approach is better than the other one. But I think the answer is very much contextual. So in order to determine when is the best time to book the Airbnb, i.e. which approach you should use, we need to take two factors into consideration. The first one is the popularity of the city. In other words, how popular is the city of the Airbnb you intend to stay? The popularity of the city, of course, can be determined by how touristic the city is in general and also in which season you're planning to go there. Is it low season or high season? And the reason why it's important to determine the popularity of the city is because the greater the popularity of the city, the higher the demand for Airbnbs. So that's the, the crucial point here. The second important factor for you to consider is the canceling or the refund policy of the Airbnb you are considering to rent. In other words, we could think in terms of how flexible is the canceling policy of the Airbnb. Airbnb hosts can set different types of canceling policies, and we're going to link in the show notes the URL that show the different types of canceling policies. And if I'm not mistaken, there are five different types that go from very strict to very flexible. A very strict would be if you decide to cancel your stay, you don't get any money back. A very flexible would be if you decide to cancel your stay, you get basically all your money back. These policies will affect you when canceling before and after check-in. And the more flexible the policy is, the less financial loss you will have if you decide to cancel your stay. So the canceling policy is the second important factor to be considered here. I see. So once we take the two factors, the popularity of the city and the canceling policy into account, uh, which approach will be better is more obvious now. Yep. It really depends on how 
we combine these two factors, right? Exactly. So, Mr. B, when is the book and advanced approach better? So, it seems to me that the book and advanced approach is better when we are dealing with a city that is both popular and also the Airbnb that you're considering to rent has a more flexible refund policy. The, the reason for that, I think, is quite obvious. On the one hand, since you use the book in advance approach, you won't be facing the risk of not being able to stay in the initial place you booked for the entirety of your stay. This is because, of course, you already booked the entirety of the stay, right? And that's a very popular city and would be a big risk if you liked the place, but you could not stay there because you would be forced to move out and you would not have a lot of Airbnb options to choose from. On the other hand, the other good benefit of booking in this scenario is that you won't face the risk of a great financial loss if you do not like the initial place. And that's because the Airbnb offers a more flexible refund policy. And in the case you don't like the Airbnb, you can simply go to another one and you won't have a big financial loss. I see, but Mr. B, when is the book it there approach better? So the book it there approach, it seems to me, is more beneficial in the situation that is the polar opposite of the one I just described. So that's when you're dealing with a city that is unpopular combined with situation where you are considering to stay in an Airbnb that offers a more strict refund policy. And the reasons for that, again, are quite straightforward. The first reason is that you are not facing the risk of not being able to find another place because the city is not that popular. So even though somebody else might have already rented the Airbnb in which you are staying on for the remaining days, you won't have a problem because the city is not popular. Surely you will have a lot of Airbnb options. Also, you won't be facing a great risk of a big financial loss. Since you didn't book for the entirety of your stay, you won't lose a lot of money. I see. So here you, we talk about two scenarios. scenarios yeah. and Which uh, is the popular city with more flexible Airbnb refund policy and the unpopular city with a more strict Airbnb refund policy. Yeah. So how about the two scenarios that are opposite to the one you just mentioned? So you mean an unpopular city with a more flexible Airbnb refund policy and a popular city with a more strict refund policy? Yeah, that's a bit mouthful, but that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, I guess in those two cases, which are very possible cases, uh, there won't be very much uh, a clear-cut optimal solution. So both approaches, uh, the book it there approach and the book in advance approach, are reasonable. And the way I think you as a digital nomad should choose which approach to take will depend very much on how risk averse are you. In other words, how willing are you to commit to a property that you only researched online, therefore you're not that certain about, and also how willing are you to accept that you might not have a lot of options uh, in terms of Airbnb if the initial 
Airbnb is bad. So in, in this case, in these two scenarios, uh, I think it's more of a subjective choice. I'm quite curious, Mr. Jack, which alternative would you prefer in these two scenarios? Personally, I still like the play it by the ear approach. Basically, there's the book it there approach because I like to actually go check out the city and know which area I like the most. If I like the neighborhood, I might find a, a housing there. I see. So like you are okay, go there and check it out, but maybe you don't have that many options. Yeah. I mean, the worst case scenario, I will find a hostel and yeah. take a bunk. I and I think that's perhaps because you had a couple of bad experiences when you rented in advance and you got there and you didn't like the place. I remember you yeah. told me a couple of cases. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I would say I'm the opposite. I, I prefer the book in advance um, approach more if, I, if I'm dealing with one of these two scenarios in popular city with a more flexible policy or popular city with a more strict policy. And that's because, I don't know, I just prefer to do as many arrangements beforehand and just get there and focus on other stuff. I see. That sounds great. Um, so, Mr. B, I think this is the end of the episode. Do you want to add anything to this? Uh, no, perhaps just reiterate that we used Airbnb as an example, but a lot of the, the principles behind two approaches can be applied to other types of accommodation. We use Airbnb because it's, as you said in the beginning, Mr. Jack, the most popular among digital nomads. And oh, also, I just would like to ask people to leave a review. Uh, we are a new podcast and we would very much appreciate if you guys could leave a review that would help out a lot. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you very much.